Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law. We are based in Calgary, Alberta, and we have two offices in Toronto and Vancouver, Canada as well. I focus primarily on cross-border NAFTA immigration law for professionals as well as families and individuals looking to move to Canada or move to the United States. I would like to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. I have the pleasure today of introducing and welcoming uh, my dear friend and business colleague, Martine Boucher, who is the co-founder and managing partner of Simplex Legal. And they are a virtual law firm all across Canada, focused on providing corporate um, employment and other legal services to clients across Canada. Welcome, Martine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Evelyn. It is so nice to be here with you today. So happy that you invited me. <laughs> well, my goodness, I'm, I know how busy you are, and uh, I really appreciate that you made time. Um, I've obviously been following your career since we became friends and colleagues, and I just thought you had a wonderful story to share about Simplex Legal. So before we get into your journey, tell me why you started Simplex um, Legal in 2011. Right after, just around the time I started my firm, yeah. Yeah, no, at the time where it, nobody knew how to spell Zoom, we were still already, we were already thinking of it. Um, it's funny, like it, it all, um, it all uh, weaves into my personal story. So I did, uh, I worked for a big law firm for a period of time, then I went in-house, right? And after my, my time as in-house at GE Capital, I, I was kind of pausing and thinking like, so what's next for me? Where do I want to go? What's what's exciting? Um, and uh, I met at the time my business partner, who then became also my personal partner. <laughs> so, uh, but we were discussing some needs in the marketplace and just saw an opportunity where there were people like me who wanted more flexibility in their lives that were talented lawyers, but looking for a home, like a place they would belong and they could offer really quality services, but on their own terms. Mm -hmm. And that was the germ of the idea combined with Jeff saying like, we need in-house counsel. Everybody should have a great in-house counsel to work with them because like that's invaluable when you get the right support and businesses were struggling and getting um, that practical advice but on flexible terms. So we married the two and that was the idea of Simplex. You married the two and then you got married. <laughs> One <laughs> or the other happens first. <laughs> so tell me what makes um, Simplex Legal different from uh, another law firm or national law firm? How many people do you have currently? Uh, we're, we are at the 25 uh, professionals right now, Mark, plus everybody supporting this this. Uh, this uh, journey. So uh, we've got about 35 people working with us on different terms, right? Like some mm -hmm. people are full-time, some people are part-time, flexible schedules. So, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's grown quite a bit since the early days <laughs> where uh, me and my friend Erica started in my, on my kitchen table, doing a few files here and there. And the idea was on a napkin. It's kind of cool to see that, but where we're different, that's such a great question. Um, I think it reflects back on our values and what we really believe in and how we we live that on the everyday. Mm -hmm. And say, um, 
were very collaborative. It was a key aspect to me that the team performs as a team, that we would be able to support each other. It's not a mercenary culture. Um, so we are collaborative amongst ourselves uh, with our clients. So that makes a huge difference. Um, we're fun. We like to have fun and just enjoy life. So there's a great work-life balance that that is thrown in, uh, our, you know, in the mix. Uh, anti-stodgy. We we really believe that you can deliver uh, excellent services even though you're not in a big tower downtown, whatever mm-hmm. city in Canada. That great ideas come from anywhere. And I think the pandemic has reinforced that messaging in a very strong way. And then, you know, we just have amazing people working with us. So mm. that's who we are. And then we deliver our services really by, you know, we're leveraging technology in such a big way. We live in a world of abundance of, mm. of everything, right? Like we've got technology, we've got processes. So we're super efficient in the way we do it. That's, That's the so secret great. recipe right there. It sounds like a secret recipe for success. <laughs> That's so exciting. Um, one of the questions I had for you is around your practice areas. Can you give me an overview? Because I don't think I did it justice. You're not just business lawyers. What kind of practice areas do you provide support to corporations and clients and individuals? You know, we do we do every everything from the boring operational support, like starting with, you know, supply agreements that every businesses need to run their business, all the way to more savvy uh, financing agreements, regulatory compliance, helping with your um, with a client's ESG program. Like we really do a full range of of business services. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the, the line we draw is, is litigation. Like we're not yeah. litigators. We don't. Uh, so we're, we're really like a true solicitor in, yeah. in every uh, sense of the term. And uh, whenever a file is ready for litigation, then we help our client. We will have manage, organize the file and pass it over to people that are doing it best. Mm-hmm. In a similar fashion, I think sometimes there are some expertise out there that a few people have in Canada and that's probably part of, of some, you know, of what our clients really love about us is we will raise our hand as much as we're low overhead. We offer great fees and like yeah. creative arrangements. There are times where you just need the expert and that's where I met you. You know, <laughs> there are times where it's, um, it, it, it's just the right thing to do. And instead of learning it ourselves, like you just go and see the people that do this, and know it inside out and know the people to call in and so on. So we're not afraid of just sometimes selling a client, you know what, we could learn this, but it would be more efficient to just seek out the best expertise that there is to support you in that part of the journey. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. We've definitely had opportunities to get referrals from your team and, and if we can help great, but it's very much, I think being able to, for you and your team to focus on what you do best is is what we do to you here at Acolaw, exactly the same. Um, one of the things I think has been interesting about your journey is lawyer, big firm, in-house, big company, simplex. How have you had to learn to be a business leader, an entrepreneur? Because that's not, that's not what they teach us in law school. And as you know, even me up 10 years on, every day is different. I'm learning every day. I'm trying to improve. It's not easy. How have you become an entrepreneur? And what do you think it takes to be successful? 
need the magic here. (laughs) What a great question. You and I sometimes share a glass of wine and discuss this topic (laughs) in more depth. But um, I think it takes a lot of courage and naivety combined in a nice packaging. Mm -hmm. Um, I often joke and say that if anybody would have told me how much effort and dedication would have to, to be overcome and just package to make simplex happen i would have laughed and i would have been like okay see you another day but <laughs> it, it's just not how it happens right like you 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 don't become a business person overnight like this is i think it's a lifetime uh, progress mm-hmm. that you make you start small and you know I, i'm a super big fan of louise benny that's probably something we we've not talked about but the author louise benny and her main character inspector gamash that i just i <laughs> fell in love with a fictional character but yeah. you know he he in his in the books like inspector gamash often talks about the path to wisdom as being able to say those four things i don't know i need help i'm sorry and i was wrong mm. and that's that's really stayed with me uh, all the way through i've thought about it like uh, being a business person has it has made me humble in so many ways you can have like amazing successes. And then the following day you stumble on uh, obstacles that you just, you you wonder how you're going to overcome that obstacle. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you just go at it. And I'd say uh, the best thing that I've ever done is not doing it alone. Yes. So I have my partner in life, Jeff, who's, who's a business guy. Yeah. Then I reached out, like I have our group of uh, women <laughs> leading in law firms that I rely on. I'm part of strategic coach. You know, I've got a a different number of communities that I can tap in and discuss the struggles, um, celebrate successes, and uh, that's made it. And just getting a super amazing team to work with me. Like Mm -hmm. just just understanding you cannot do it alone. And that's so foreign to lawyers. Like we're so (laughs) trained to be individual contributors. Like I don't care what they say about the university experience like it's a lot about you know get into your office sit down do this work deliver Mm -hmm. move on uh being in business is totally the opposite like you will never succeed alone like you can't succeed alone Mm -hmm. so you need to become a team player uh if you are not already and you you need to well choose your tribe listen 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 and listen some more um and and don't forget to have some fun I think that would be like yeah my thinking over the last couple of years oh I think it's so great you talk about different communities and I mean obviously like you 10 years on 11 years on it's become about finding all those communities for support because one thing about being a leader of a business is you know it's quite lonely and even though you've got Jeff who's your business partner and life partner I also feel like it's just a lonely experience you know and you can't talk about everything with everybody and I think it's finding those places where you can discuss like I have my tech group have my how to manage a small law firm group I've got you know, lots of other supports. I've got our group of women that we we meet and just talk about life and and practice and look for tips on how to improve. I think the biggest thing I've learned is this is constant learning. 
constant mm. learning and looking for resources to support yourself because it is not a, a quick sprint. It is a long marathon. You know what I mean? Like, and it is an up and down thing. Um, how has Martine, how has COVID affected your business? Have you grown or have you shrunk? I'm so interested to see how everybody has moved through it because you were already virtual to begin with. Yeah, we, we were virtual by design. Yeah. So early to a lot of people who had to learn how to become digital and virtual, like we were up and running. Um, you know, we were made for this. It's It, mm. it, it feels strange at times to say it because I know a lot of people have struggled, mm. uh, you know, like personally, business-wise and so on. But for Simplex, it it. it it, it has accelerated our growth, but I don't know how many years. I'm very curious to see down the road, um, looking back, how much how much growth we've had because of COVID. This has been the biggest legitimization of our business model. Like mm-hmm. two years ago, I still had like potential clients saying, like, "Well, is there anything wrong with your lawyers? Like, why would anybody want to work part time?" remotely like you know people were really challenging the assumptions we had made and i'm like we're attracting amazing talent there are people out there who need or want something different and 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 but trying to convince like when you're at the beginning of a wave it's really hard um it's amazing that question doesn't come out very often since covid like can you work from home can your lawyer really support a distance like this is all this, this is like behind us. So we can really get into business. So it's it's been really good mm-hmm. uh, on that good. front. On the other end, like our team members who were all set up to work from home were not necessarily set up to have like the little ones running around and having to focus them in front of a screen because they have like to do studies from home or, you know, taking care of aging parents and suddenly not having any more home care, like mm-hmm. there's a host of personal issues that have popped to the surface that, that were real and, and could really bring some struggles to the team. But we raised up as a team. Everybody was there for each other. And I think right. we did quite well. Right. Um, where I worry is for the likes of you and me. <laughs> um, I don't know if you think about that from time to time. Like I've been reading a number of articles saying, you know, there are people that will feel the effect after COVID, after. like, yeah, you know, we've been running on adrenaline and I think business people, like the business leaders in mm-hmm. our communities, we are part of that. Um, we did not share a lot about our struggles. We were there first to support our clients, our team, yeah. you know, making sure money keeps coming in so that yeah. you can make payroll. Um, you know, all these things that that are very real when you're in business. I wonder how many of us will have like... And I feel, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think already we're all getting into our second shots or vaccinations. And, and, and I just know for me, I'm, I'm tired. It's been a long 18 months, you know, and, and every day is just a grind right now. And the joy of it is helping the clients, but it definitely takes a toll. And as you know, we keep encouraging each other to meditate and exercise and drink water and all those good things. But I think we're going to need a very long vacation soon before the end, because I think um, people don't always think about the mental health or the physical health of the, of the leader. It's um, everybody else is being taken care of. So, yeah, you're right. You talked earlier about the marathon, like I feel the last 18 months. It, yeah, it's a marathon, but we've been running it on a sprint pace. Yes. 
uh, at some point we need to rest. And as much as I was before COVID quite disciplined about taking time off, having real free days for myself and unplugging at night, I felt that those boundaries have, um, they have eroded during yes. COVID. Like people were so, I don't know if they were bored, they were worried, <laughs> like they were so overconnected that I, I it's, it's funny I was so good at it and it just feels it's crumbled. So I need to go back myself and really reestablish some priorities as we are emerging and making time to just, just do nothing. And to garden or to do the things you love to do, you know, and I feel the same. I think, um, I think it'll be an interesting next part of the year, the next half of the year to see how things unfold. Um, and really looking at self-care because at the end of the day, you and Jeff, for instance, you really are the business and you start thinking about the importance of health and the importance of if something happened to you or to me, what does that mean for everybody else, right? And so I think you start thinking about that legacy and the planning around it and modeling self-care for sure, the best way you can, right? (laughs) Tell me a little bit about where your people are. I'm really interested, Martine, like, just give me an overview, like, where are they? Are they in one province more than another? I think people would love to know, like, obviously, it's all virtual, doesn't really matter. But are they all in Quebec, obviously? Or, you know, I know that's not the case, but where are they all? That's, that's, good question like we're coast to coast now we've got that 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 got exciting this year we added a new team member in Nova Scotia (laughs) Um, and we've got on the other side of the country we've got some people in BC and Vancouver and Kelowna but obviously Calgary uh, people in Fernie Mm -hmm. like we've got uh, people in Ottawa Toronto Montreal um, Mm. and we've got some people that have so much uh, you know, their lives are so interesting. Like, you know, one of our lawyers uh, does um, horseback riding, like she, she competes like, wow. like, and so during winter time, she'll be in Florida, continuing her training, working, working in the mornings and exercising and doing her training in the afternoon. So we allow people hmm. to have different lives, you know, to really be able to, um, be a more complete person. So some other people are writing books and uh, like are authors, authors in their own race outside. Like I just find, you know, this is better than what I imagined. I I really thought we would offer great opportunities, but I never realized that it would be, it would be that good for some of them. And And where are you finding great people? Because obviously, I mean, you're attracting great people. How are you looking or finding those people that have that obviously the core knowledge and the expertise and that high level of you know big law knowledge that are ready to make that transition to something more flexible are you are you hiring immigration lawyers because I'm I'm joining (laughs) I'm done (laughs) I've got you right now but like you know we should talk I'd see um you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, the power of the network, people find us, mm-hmm. um, you know, I really believe that when people, like when you're looking, you're ready for a lesson, like, you know, the teacher shows up, Yes. there's almost that, I feel that a lot of people are finding us, you know, a lot of people like will voice to their immediate networks, like, I'm not happy, this is what I'm looking for, and so on, mm-hmm. and then 
somebody else will say, well, have you ever paid attention? Like these guys are very active on LinkedIn. So we publish a lot on LinkedIn and we're very about, very much about like we're innovative, we're disruptive, yes. we're offering something. So our voice is very clear that we want somebody else there, mm -hmm. right? Like somebody that yep. wants something different. Yep. And uh, even on an application form, like I've got like, why Simplex? Mm -hmm. And I can give a hint to everybody just saying, because I'm looking for something different, doesn't quite cut it. Like, it's That's like we right. spend a lot of time talking about who we are, our vision and how we are and how we think. Just mm -hmm. give me something here, right? Like, like you want to <laughs> join us, just tell me, what are you going to bring? Because it's not about, it's not about a fit. I think it's mm -hmm. how, what are you going to bring that will make us bigger and better? Yeah. Right. Like, I don't yes. want to, I don't want somebody that's like me, like there's already enough of yep. me, you know, <laughs> it's just, I need more other people, other people differently yeah. and share the values, but yeah. think differently. Yeah. So they find us right. and so most of the time they find us. Our team is really good at talking to their <laughs> own friends and colleagues and just, just telling their stories saying, this is what I do. And other mm. people are like looking, what this option mm -hmm. exists. Like there's still that kind of, that's not possible, right? Like, can I really be part of something without like key performance indicators, like minimum yeah. billable hours? Oh. So it's, 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 um, we've set it up. We're different. We're yeah. neat. Like it's not for everybody, but for when sure. it fits, it fits so well. That's, oh, that sounds yeah. incredible. Sounds like you, you know, you really worked hard on the culture, the values, the vision, those things seem to be, you know, those are things I struggle with still, even because you're always reviewing and revising and different people change the dynamics. And so I'm really interested in, in how you've developed that. Um, one thing I really want to chat about is you come from Quebec and you come to Calgary. I was in Vancouver then Toronto on Bay Street, and then to Calgary. I mean, let's talk about the craziness of <laughs> the culture. How has it been for you? Obviously, you're Francophone, and, you know, it's a different world. How was it? It, it? Yeah, when I talked earlier about business and needing courage and naivety, that applies also to moving <laughs> across the country. Um, <laughs> you know, it, I came here because my employer at the time, General Electric, yeah. um, you know, the, the capital division, the financing division was growing really quickly and mm -hmm. we were providing support from Montreal. That's where the head office was. And it was starting to be really a challenge to do it remotely with the growth. Mm -hmm. So uh, I agreed to come to Calgary for what was supposed <laughs> to be 12 to 18 months, support the team, identify somebody who could take over and then come back to Montreal. Mm -hmm. Well, little did I know, like we had the crash 2008 started mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, reversing growth was not so exciting anymore for G capital. Things were changing quickly. So um, I ended up leaving GE um, in 2009, mm -hmm. uh, just taking a big step back. And I was still in Calgary thinking, do I go back to Montreal? Do I stay in Calgary? Like I felt I had not completed my journey around Calgary. So I yeah. wanted to stay, but then all the challenges, like culturally, it's, it's been great. Like, <laughs> you know, I know that people from Montreal sometimes will roll their eyes on Calgary, but um, I fell in love with Calgary. Mm -hmm. love, I love the province. I love the sense of entrepreneurship yes. that is around. There's a, a real can do attitude that I, I really love. Uh, the mountains are pretty. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and then, then I, I met my better half. Right. Yeah. And then, the rest is history, yeah. but you know, the, the fun fact that you 
I don't know if you know that, but when I moved to Calgary, I could barely speak English. I could read it and write it, but I just like, really? so, so I saw this as my opportunity to have my own immersion program, uh, <laughs> which just works because like we're here talking. Oh and my God. I had no idea. Like, but, really? Yeah. I could, I could speak like English, like a tourist would like, you know, I could order my food, like my French at a hotel. <laughs> and, but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a different thing to be wow. a lawyer. Yes, it is. Argue, argue and make your point. And the first year was a, a real, uh, a real, real challenge. Must you know, I, I just wanted to tell people I'm not stupid. I'm just struggling with the language, but yeah. Don't discount me. And it's, I think it's made me a better person. I have so much more respect for people that come in with different accents, mm -hmm. different cultures. Um, you know, the fact that we're not exactly the same is a good thing. I agree. And you shouldn't discount other people because they're not expressing themselves the same way. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, obviously, as an immigration lawyer, we are so used to hearing every accent imaginable. And I think it creates a real, you need to have empathy and you need to have patience and you need to be okay to say, sorry, I missed that. Could you please, we want to make sure we understand everything you've said and and give people respect, you know, as, as you know, because you speak differently or have a different accent or may struggle, like as my French is not nearly as good as your English. I, I think I really appreciate when people try. And I think when we try to listen and take some more time, it really creates that connection with the clients that we have from all over the world. So, you know, um, yeah, I think you're totally right. I mean, I never thought I'd be in Calgary. Uh, I'm a Vancouver girl who went to Bay Street and thought I would stay in Toronto for, I was there for 12 years. And, and the opportunity like you was to move here with my large firm as a partner and be closer to my family. And I have to say, I'm really grateful because I don't think I would have my law firm. I wouldn't have a business on my own if I was in Toronto. Like, I just feel like it's nice to be a big fish in a small pond or to be able to really bring the innovation that I wouldn't have been able to do, I don't think, in Toronto or Vancouver. So there's, and there's a real, as you say, entrepreneurial spirit here. And especially for women, like, I feel like there are a lot of great women business owners here that have mentored me or that I'm exposed to that I may not have known or met because it seemed very male dominated when I was in Toronto. What would you, what advice would you give now, Martine, as we're starting to wrap up around to women in, you know, new lawyers or business owners or entrepreneurs that are thinking about opportunities now in their careers, you know, to help them stay in the practice? Because as you know, women and women of color and probably even Francophone women of color, you know, like the whole gamut are leaving law still, even though we are the majority in law school, we're just losing the, the momentum uh, when we get to certain levels in our career, how can we work on mentoring or what advice do you have that's going to work? I mean, I think what you've done with Simplex Legal, you and Jeff, is fabulous because it creates that flexibility that so many women are looking for, whether you have children or not, whether you have a dog. I was talking to a client yesterday who said, my cat is so needy. <laughs> and it's like, it's not the child, it's the cat. And, you know, and everybody has different priorities. So, I'm trying to figure out how to create the culture or to advise younger lawyers that we get asked all the time. We mentor, whether they're law students or new grads, how can we keep them moving forward and not just tapping out? Yeah, it, it's a great question. I, I spend a lot of time thinking about that as well. Um, 
you know, I wish somebody would have told me earlier the importance of connections, uh, connecting. Like I, I always thought of business development as some as something a little bit dirty and, you know, <laughs> almost like you know, I'm a car salesman. Like, and it, it's terrible to say that, mm-hmm. but I had that vision that selling was like that that kind of, you know, hardcore. And I realized that connections are everything. It's everything. If you're building a business, like most of my really big clients today, our connections I built like 20 years ago. There are people that I helped and supported at a time where I didn't even realize I was doing something that that meant so much to them. But Mm -hmm. they they remembered and certainly found me down the road. Same thing with a lot of the initial lawyers that joined me are people like that were connected to me. So those connections follow you through and you should be really trying to make deep connections with people that you share the same values. Those are the people that will help you find a job, will help mm-hmm. you find the opportunity, will help you build your business. So connecting, I think on a very real personal level yes. makes a huge difference. And I was good at that. But if somebody would have told me, just keep doing that, it's going to work out on the long run. <laughs> that would have been really great. That's one. Um, two is giving them hope. There is a world of opportunities. The legal industry is changing in such a big way. Uh, opportunities are starting to pour. Mm-hmm. You have to think differently. You have to look at things. If you want a traditional path, we all know what these paths are. And you can find it and just get yourself good mentors within your organization and find your way. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that feel that they don't belong in those traditional paths and there's more and more. And I think women were the first one to realize it. Women of color, like there's so many, like as soon as you're not part of the, the, the main core that you don't look and behave the same way, it started mm-hmm. to be a little bit of an issue. And, you know, my innovative mindset uh, was disturbing to some people and I was <laughs> about my ideas and, but I'm glad I didn't shut up, but I'm, yeah. I'm so very grateful that I paused and started looking more and more for people that would be part of my tribe that, that had that those same hopes that were thinking mm-hmm. about the future the same way. I think ultimately it's your mindset that makes the difference and mm-hmm. keeping your mindset positive thinking in terms of like long-term and, and this is not a short ride, right? Like this is, this is like, go and get what you can out of a job. Like if you're out of school and you've got the next two years, like what can you learn? Mm -hmm. It's part of building skills. Like what skill can you build? What part of you get excited so that you discover over time? It took me a long time to know what, is my unique ability what's mm. what makes martine martine yeah. and ironically that was factory installed what makes martine martine <laughs> i've been that way forever but it took me a while to understand it and really see what what is it that i bring to the table and that's because of all these experiences i've collected down the road and those conversations i've had with great people that mm-hmm. have made me realize these are my strengths these are not my strengths, but there are other people that exactly. have those strengths. And that's where collaboration fits in. I think it all comes wow. together, but we need to be there. We need to tell them that there's hope, that it's it's not a linear process. Yes. It's not going to go here and then here and then here. <laughs> the you go back sometimes. looks more like this. Me too. 
Mine too. Oh my goodness. I needed this conversation. It's been a tough week and you, you're so motivating. Every time I speak to you, Martine, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go and rule the world like Martine. So I, I really appreciate it. Let me just wrap up with, tell me so that we can share on the podcast, who are your ideal clients for Simplex Legal? So that when they listen, when we put this on social media, they'll know that, okay, this is something that we might be a good fit. Is there a certain industry? Is there a certain size of business? Are you, what are your ideal corporate clients that would fit Simplex's model? Great question. I, I think people that share our values would be awesome. If you're looking for a stodgy lawyer, probably not at the <laughs> right door. Uh, have some fun. You want to manage legal risk that you think that legal is more something that you manage. We help small businesses as much as like blue chips. So we can really adjust our, our, our offer to our clients. But we want clients that are willing to do things a little bit differently and willing to embrace a, a different delivery system mm-hmm. that is more efficient, which allows us to reduce our costs. So people are open to manage risk differently, want talented lawyers, but not looking for the traditional approach, then yeah, come and knock at our door. Perfect. I will send them your way. Thank you so much, Martine. You were fabulous. And I'm so grateful you're able to make time. I know how busy you are to share your journey and your story. And I have to say, I love your website. So people should go check out Simplex Legal website. My my marketing consultant was like, love the website. Different colors. It's a different look. And it just tells you already, this is a different firm, right? This is a different business. That's so, one of, I'll pass on the message yes. to because that was really his signature and it it, it captures well. Our Loves it. Friendship. Loved it. I love it too. Thank you so much. And I'm very grateful to you for your friendship and your support and our entrepreneurial journey. It keeps me motivated when I need it on certain days. And I'm really very, very proud of you and what you've built. And I hope that everybody will search out Simplex Legal and see if it's a fit for them. Thank awesome. you. Evelyn, you're so generous. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. (laughs) Thanks. I hope the information was valuable to you. Please do let me know if you have any questions. You can reach us at akalaw.com, A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com, or you can contact us by phone at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you.